Welcome everyone to the Medspa Accelerator Podcast brought to you by Everwell Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices to market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. My name is Maripili and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, operations, numbers, and helping you grow and take your Medspa to the next level. This is the Medspa Accelerator Podcast, Season 2. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm excited because we're going to be starting a new series on the elements of a perfect consultation. This is a very special secret training that I did for my clients with Emily from Jack's Schoolroom, whom we've been working with since before they opened their practice. If you've been struggling with your sales process, then you're going to want to listen to this whole series because this is the exact process that they implemented to become the number one provider in their state in less than three years. And it'll help you fast track your results. In this third part, we'll discuss how understanding your client's goals can help you sell more and bigger packages. We'll also discuss the importance of following up and keeping in contact with potential patients when they leave a consultation undecided really similar. We like to ask them, like, what are your goals for, like, what areas are you looking at? And then also what are your goals for the area? So sometimes too, we'll give, like, we ask what are their goals? And then we'll also give a couple of examples just so that if sometimes people don't know how to answer like an open-ended question and they're like, I don't know. I didn't know I was going to get interviewed here, you know, like, and so we'll give them examples like, okay, was it more like you want your clothes to fit better? Or are you looking to like, um, look better in a bathing suit or are you wanting like your sleeves to not be, you know, or like, do you want your hips to fit in the jeans when you try on jeans? You know, so we give like a few examples. So they have an idea of like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what I want. <laughs> right. Almost like a multiple choice question, right? Make the test a little easier. Yes. yes. Sometimes they'll expand on that and open up and it gives you more information. Yeah, definitely. Um, so right now, I know you guys have, um, you know, M-Sculpt, Cool Sculpting, M-Sella. Has it ever happened where, you know, somebody comes in for Cool Sculpting, but the conversation actually transferred to M-Sella, which has, which has really nothing to do with body sculpting? Yeah, definitely. Um, that has definitely happened before. And so, again, we kind of touch, like, if they still were interested and wanted to like get information about cool sculpting, we would still give them that information. But a lot of times what we'll do is um, like, we'll follow the lead of the conversation for sure. So if they're more interested in Mcella, then I would talk more about that first. And then at the end, I would say like, oh, um, I'm going to give you the pricing information for Mcella. But just before I give you your quote, is would you want a would you want to know about cool sculpting and quoting? Or would you want any of those areas assessed? Because um, what we do at the end is we give them a quote for the services that you know in the plans that we would recommend, and we can def we we a lot of times will mix services. So like okay, if you wanted to do cool sculpting on these areas, here's your quote. If you want to do M sculpt on these areas, or if you wanted M Sella. So before kind of giving, getting their quote ready. Um, we make sure that we ask them like if there's any other of those services that they would want, just so that we give them a comprehensive quote, um, and give them all the information they could want. So we will touch base on the other things, but yeah, I mean, if we've definitely had to happen where it's like, oh, you came in for cool sculpting, but you want to do Mcella first, that's fine. And then they'll do Mcella. And then a lot of times they'll be like, okay, this worked great. Can I do cool sculpting now? I'm like, sure. <laughs> yes. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> 
Somebody the other day, literally her words were, um, uh, one of our other team members was telling me that her, she had done Ancela with us and loved it. works well. And she, then she wanted a cool sculpting, um, quote. So we did like a mini consult in one of her sessions and she was like, I've just come to the realization that you people know what you're talking about. So I need to give you a lot of money. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And see, it just it goes back to like n- we've been talking about like knowing your stuff is like crucial to everything. It's just gonna help with your confidence. It's gonna help with the trust that people have in you. And uh, and at the end of the day, like you are meeting them where they're at in that buying journey. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> it makes you feel good. Like I'm doing my job good. It does. Awesome. Um, so another like pretty big element that I feel like it kind of helps with a perfect consult. Um, you know, we went through prepping. Uh, we went through what uh, that would look like for the room, uh, the, your space, making sure that you create like a safe space for them. Um, going into you being prepared both mentally and then everything that you need or your props, making sure that everything's good. Um I know you already have like an outline or structure of what that would look like as far as the conversation, Um, as well as, you know, having that um, space to like make sure that you are um, introducing any other services if that is kind of how the conversation is going. So making sure that upselling, cross-selling, do you ever have a moment where, you know, you feel like they might not be ready financially just like yet to do something or emotionally or physically, but you want to stay top of mind. Do you have anything to ensure that you can keep that relationship going? Yeah, um, definitely that. I mean, that happens a lot where somebody's like they're interested, but it's just not like the right time for them. Um, I would say we always follow up with them a couple of days after the consult just to kind of see if they had any other questions. And that kind of gives them an opportunity like to think about it for a couple of days. Um, and then we keep them on our list so they continue to receive our emails. Um, and then if if there's a special like case where we really think that they um like just need more nurturing or follow-up, we, we will just add them um, kind of like to our list where we follow up a little bit more frequently. And then we have a process where at the end of every month, we kind of go through the consults that didn't purchase um, and kind of look at them individually. And um, we've made notes on their charts as well. If they're like a good candidate or, you know, if whatever, for whatever the reason is, if they aren't doing it yet, um, we'll just follow up with them and kind of see how, how they're doing. And then another thing that I like, um, which I've mentioned before is we try to get them to follow us on social media. Um, that way everybody's always on their phone. <laughs> so, um, if they see us posting and stuff and they come to a point where they are ready to purchase, um, then they're going to think of us because we'll be top of mind. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and how do you usually leave that conversation? Like before they actually leave the console, they're like, okay, well, I'm not ready yet. Or let me think about it. Like how, how does that actually go? So we always just say like, oh, we totally, we totally understand. Um, you just let us know if there's any questions at all. And we always say like, I know, like as a personal example, I know I always think of stuff afterwards. I'll be driving on the way home. And then I think of all these questions I didn't ask. So we totally don't mind if you just text or call us, if you have any questions or if you need anything at all. Um, and that's usually kind of how we leave it. Like just definitely let us know if you, if you need anything or if you need help um, or questions, and then we follow up with them, of course. Um, but we just make sure to 
let them know that the line of communication is open. Even if they're not like booking right then, we still are available to answer any questions. Or a lot of times too, if they say like, oh my, I need to talk about it with my husband or whatever. I always throw in there, well, if your husband has any questions about anything while you're talking to him and you don't know the answer, feel free to text or call us and we can answer those. Like we can answer those questions too. Yes, I love that. Um, This is a resource to them, I would say. That's awesome. I love this. So I feel like it is very important, like we said, be really specific of what they can expect for the consultation, but even really specific about what they can expect after, right? Especially if they're not uh, ready to buy just yet, they might need a little bit more time to think about it. Um, so letting them know like, hey, the, the, uh, the communication is open. Um, are there any other steps that you kind of like give them to do? Um for just to keep that communication going, aside from, I think you said, uh, following social on social media, text it, text or call us, but is there anything that I'm missing? <laughs> I wouldn't say, so yeah, I mean, I would just say like, we follow up with them over text. We make sure that they, um, and a lot of times even like the texting is really a good idea, like a couple of days after regardless, because they almost always appreciate the follow-up, even if they're not ready to, to book or anything. Um, and then just the periodic follow-up of like, texting and then the emails they get. But yeah, aside from that, I would say like we, we text them to follow up. We have them get our emails, try to get them to follow us on social media. Um, and then, like I said, once a month kind of go through and, and retouch base with everybody. Sometimes we'll call them just depending on who it was. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Definitely giving them like some options as to how they can keep in touch with you. It's really good. And then um, the other element I think that it's important is there are going to be a lot of times when they just have like ob- objections, right? Because they they might need a little bit more convincing because they're like not sure um, or they might just want some more time to think about it. And there's like, you know, several objections that especially if you're married, I feel like you can always use that one of like, I need to talk to my husband about it, <laughs> which is really like, I just want more time to think. <laughs> Exactly, because if you really wanted it, you would just deal with it later. (laughs) Yes. Um, So is there anything that you guys do to prep for those objections or or just keep in mind as you are dealing with them? Yeah, I mean, I would say I know a lot of times in sales, they'll be like, oh, well, somebody's told us verbatim, like, um, if they say that their husband, like, if they say that as an objection, then you just tell them like, you don't need to talk to your husband about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to get into their marital relationship. (laughs) That is not my place. So we do not, we're definitely not pushy in that way. Like we expect and know that there's going to be objections. Um, If it's an objection that there's something we can help with or do about, um, then of course we, like, if they're like, oh, well, you know, they mentioned something like if they could pay at like at a, a little bit at a time or whatever, then we're always welcome to, you know, we're like, oh, well, we offer payment plans or we can do a layaway. Like we definitely are willing to offer solutions to any objections that we can help with. But mm-hmm. if it's an objection where they're just like, oh, I need to talk to my spouse about it. We don't, we don't push and say like, it's just kind of how we maybe differ a little bit from the traditional um, of, of like trying to push against that because at that at that point, they're going to feel uncomfortable if you if if they've given you a reason or excuse or objection, and you're like, "No, you don't need to talk to him about it." Remember, remember, you said that you hate your arms. Like, just do it. Um, I just like people. It's not going to leave them feeling good, and I would feel pressured if you know somebody did that to me. But I think I I do like how we bring them into it. Of like, okay, I heard your objection. 
let me know if he has any questions when you talk to him, because in your mind, then you're like, okay, well, you, I'm not just thinking like, oh, she just doesn't want to do it. And she just using him as an excuse. I'm trying to set a stage of like, oh, you're actually going to talk to your husband about it. Right. Like, okay, well just let, let us know if he has any questions. But, um, I would say we kind of don't push people into it because it's part of our philosophy of like, we're here to serve you, give you the education offer you the solutions if you would like to take it. Um, but if, and like I said, if, if it's an objection we can help with, um, then we do, but if it's something personal, like I'm not going to get into that. So we just make sure we follow up with them and kind of stay top of mind, but otherwise don't push. Yes. Yes. I've also seen a lot of, um, uh, and I think this is like a, a reel I saw on an Instagram was like, when you're, um, when you ask if you can pay in cash because you don't want your husband to know, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> yeah. This would know. If I think, like, and I could have contained it. Like I would want to let him know. I know. Right. You like when I've, yeah, I've heard that one before too, for sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, it happens. I know like there are, there are times when it's like, oh, I guess not okay, but you know, we just want to make sure that they have all the information that they have, because it is a thing that if they're not understanding everything that you're saying, or whenever they're going to talk to their spouse about it or their partner or whatever that might be, um, the information that you give them is going to be like super diluted. Right. And so Yes, it gets to that point that you want to make sure that um, that's why I feel like it's so important that the way they feel after that consultation more than the information itself. Yeah. Because if I were to go with Luis and tell him like, oh my God, like I just had this consultation and I'm so excited. Like this is what's going to happen. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> this is how that I really it. Like it doesn't really matter, you know, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but... That we do give them. So, and another thing that I kind of was forgetting, we get, so we give them a folder with their quote and it'll have like a folder and a brochure, um, from, for cool sculpting or sculpt or whatever. So that, because like you said, they're not going to remember the information to relay it if they are really are going to go home and share that with a spouse or partner or whatever. Um, so they have a resource to lean on or to say like, here, look at this, something to like show them. Um, and then also by like giving them the quote in the folder and we'll put like our care credit or cherry financing options in there too. So they can look at that too, if they didn't know. And just by like physically having something that they have to like do something with <laughs> helps. Um, and it has like a folder with our name on it too. So it's like, if it's like sitting on their counter or sitting in their car, like when they see it, they're going to remember. Um, and just so they can physically have a copy of the quote, but I think it helps to like have something to either have to get rid of, um, to remember us by, or some resource to bring home to whoever they are trying to talk to it about. Awesome. Thank you so, so much, Emily. It was as always a pleasure and I learned a lot. <laughs> I'm always learning during these calls. <laughs> hey, I love them. I feel like I learned stuff too. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so, so much. I'll see you then next week.